Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Wife! Do you not remember where we are because we're in Psalms? I I don't really. I think we did. Yeah, we did Psalms yesterday. (laughs) We did. We did some things. We 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 read some Psalms. We had a live one yesterday. We did. We were on Discord yesterday. And Mm -hmm. y'all need to join us there because it's so much fun. It is so much fun. Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, and I had somebody reach out to me today and we needed to talk about this because we have some fans overseas. Oh, okay. And they don't have, um, they can't get to us as easily. Oh. And I had somebody reach out to us from England 
And uh, they were like, hey, it's like three in the morning when you do that. Oh, shit. So maybe we should like try to do one once a month or something for like our overseas friends. Okay, yeah. At I'm a different time. Just yeah. Try to squeeze one in for them or something. Yeah. You know? I'm on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. The request was made. But get your ass over to Discord. Yeah. Like the link's yeah. down there. Just do it. And now that we know that um, there are others who are like, we would if we could, now we will make it to where you can. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to figure it out. We're going to yeah. figure it out. So that being said, what psalms are we getting into today? We are doing four today. Oh, shit. We're doing four. Four. They're short ones, 96, 97, 98, and 99, because they finish up the quote-unquote royal ones. Yeah, they're a royal pain in the ass is what they are. They all are. Yeah. Whether they're classified as such <laughs> or not. That's a fact, Jack. Right. All right. You ready to go get into these psalms? I sure as hell am. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Alrighty, so we are hopping into Psalm 96. All right. There's no super text. No super text, huh? Okay. Okay. Sing to the Lord a new song. I don't want to. Wait. Do it. Okay. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. How do you tell all the earth to sing to the Lord when they don't? even know that all the earth exists yet because they're saying all the earth that we're aware of all y'all right okay they're they're saying as far whatever we know yeah which which isn't isn't a whole fucking lot (laughs) right praise his name proclaim his salvation day after day declare his glory among the nations his marvelous deeds among all peoples marvelous go tell it on the mountain over the hills and far away. It's you just, know that you song? know, I, I, I do, I do. I don't, I'm not familiar with much about it other than it exists. It's, it reminded me of it. Gotcha. Go but, on. But um, I was going to say, you know, people always talk about his marvelous deeds and these mm-hmm. things that he does and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we've read the Bible and I'm aware of things that they say he's done. Right. 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 But there is literally not a single instance that I can point to. That has occurred in my lifetime on this planet that I could point to as, yeah, God did that. Right. Not one. Not one. And and for that matter, I don't know of anybody in, you know, much of recorded history that I'm aware of other than the Bible that could point to, yeah, God did that. Right. Not, not fucking one. No. No. You know, and if you read, if you read historical text outside of the biblical thinking side of things. Mm-hmm. God just doesn't enter into a whole lot of the things that happened. Right. You know? Right. It's it's only if you're stuck in this book and somebody telling you that the world revolves around this book that mm-hmm. this book suddenly becomes the most important goddamn thing on the planet. <laughs> so to speak. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, no, it, just, I, it, it bothers me. Like, right. Because I, I listen to other podcasts sometimes. And I'm, so, like, one of them is, like, a history one. And it just occurred to me that they were talking about, like, Roman times and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. They don't talk about this as God did this, God did that. There's no God in there. Right. It's just fucking history. Right. And wars happened and people died and people lived and whatever. Mm-hmm. But God, no, not there. Right. Still not here. Right. Sorry, just went off there a little bit. That was a little bit of a rant. It was. I apologize. Well, I'm I mean, gonna read I don't apologize now. that much. No, but, you know, don't. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sure. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. (laughs) He is to be feared above all gods. Because there's a lot of them, you know. Yeah. For all the gods of the nations are idols. 
but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Do you think the people that worship the quote-unquote idols think that their gods are just statues? No. 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 They they view them as just idols because they are... Representations. Representations of gods. But, like, mm-hmm. the people that are worshiping those gods... They actually They believe. actually believe their gods did stuff. Mm-hmm. Not just sat there being a statue. Right. I mean... That's a dumb way to refer to other gods. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you don't believe doesn't mean that all they are is a statue. They have a whole fucking, you know, mythological history as well as you. Right. And it's just as silly as yours is. Right. Sometimes more, sometimes less. I would say oftentimes less, if I'm being honest. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Mm. Be afraid. Don't forget to be right, afraid. Yeah, you got to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved, except for that one time he claims to have moved it. Right. He will judge the peoples with equity. Mm, no, he not doesn't. Not so much. He doesn't. Not so much. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Then all the trees of the forest will sing for joy. They will sing before the Lord, for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He comes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his truth. It's just, it sounds... It's just a bunch of rambling bullshit is all Mm -hmm. this is. Mm -hmm. SEO. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Psalm 96 notes. This is a song of praise. It starts, sing a new song unto the Lord. Um, Now the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation, um, says that it starts when the house was being built after the captivity. Okay. Okay. So, and that's kind of important. I'll get to that in a minute. Sure. Normally I don't provide alternate translations of how it starts. Right. Psalm 96 is a hymn and one of the royal psalms praising God as the king of his people. Got it. According to Rabbi David Kimhi, who is a medieval rabbi, biblical commentator, philosopher, and grammarian, so you know I'm a fan, Mm. this psalm was composed by David when he brought the Ark of the Covenant up to Jerusalem. And in this story, Psalm 96 was sung before the ark every day until the time the temple was constructed and the ark was moved into it. I see. So this is one of them songs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. However, many scholars associate the newness of the song with the deliverance of Israel from Babylonian captivity. So they're like, nah, it's not that old. Got it. It's a little bit newer. Okay. Okay. All right. In Baptist ministry, Psalm 96 is a missionary hymn. So mm. this is one that they sing when they or on go abroad. Yeah. yeah. Right. It is specifically paired with Psalm 95, which describes Israel's hard-heartedness toward God in the desert. Like, remember, that was like the everything sucks and yeah. you're trash. Right, right. Christian scholars assert that Israel employed that same hard-heartedness to reject Jesus as the Messiah so now the Christians have the task of declaring the gospel to the world 
And so it, evangelicals interpret verses 10 through 13 specifically uh-huh. as instructions of what to say for those who preach the gospel. So 10 to 13 was say among the nations, the Lord reigns, blah, blah, blah. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. In Judaism, Psalm 96 is recited to increase joy among family members. There we go. There's another spell for you. Mm-hmm. Magic yeah. spells. Magic spells. Yep. They shouldn't. They should call this spells, not not psalms. I'm calling them magic spells. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Psalm 97. The Lord reigns. Again, no super text. Got to it. Tell us. But he's still what. reigning. He's still reigning. Yeah. Let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him, kind of like when a volcano erupts. Yeah, yeah. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him, kind of like when a volcano erupts. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The mm. earth sees and trembles. Kind of like it sounds a like, volcano. right, volcano or weather patterns, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. Climate change. Hush thy mouth. We don't (laughs) speak of such. The heavens proclaim his righteousness and all the people see his glory. Mm. All who worship images are put to shame. Those who boast in idols worship him, all you gods. It's funny to me that they always talk about these idols, right? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before in past um, books. Mm-hmm. But Christians really have idols they're, they're that idols. they have. They, yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, they wear them around their neck. Mm-hmm. The book you know? itself is an idol. Right. They when, more... when you pull your cross up and kiss it, mm-hmm. you're worshiping a fucking idol. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, the American flag is an idol for many. It's not representative of a god, though. For many, it is. For many of them, the two are very entwined, God and country. Right, you know? right. Like the the way that they feel about the American flag is part of their religion. And they have ascribed a great power to it. Therefore, it is an idol of sorts. Certainly that golden statue of Trump at the uh, CPAC mm-hmm. um, convention was a, uh, an definitely idol. Definitely that's an idol. Yeah, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they definitely view Trump as like, I don't even, I don't even know. Like a reincarnation of Christ, maybe? I'm not really sure. It's funny that they think of him as the second coming of Christ, and I think of him as the Antichrist. I think of him as a dumb fuck. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just, you know. But if there was going to be an Antichrist, it's definitely him. (laughs) I mean, the way the Antichrist is described as being somebody who just brings out the worst in everybody and makes... People believe the weirdest, dumbest things. Is that what the Antichrist is mm-hmm. described as? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yes. guess I don't know much about the Antichrist, you know, whole thing other than it's Antichrist. Right. Yeah. Right. We should so, probably do a thing we should, on that. Yeah, we should do a thing on the Antichrist. But we probably need to get through the New Testament first so that right. we can get through the Christy Christ. The Christy Christ? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Zion hears and rejoices, and the villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, O Lord, are the most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Far above. You know all those gods that exist? Yeah, you're the you're the highest one. He's the biggest of them. He's you're... the meanest. He's the tallest. His dick is certainly the largest. Yeah. Um, he spits further. He pees further. He's the best of all of them. Right. I don't, I don't know. He kind of operates like a god that has Napoleon syndrome. 
Ooh, so, so. he's either short or small D, huh? <laughs> this guy's bringing small D energy. I'm just saying. Yep. Let those who love the Lord hate evil, for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light is shed upon the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you are who, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name. Mm. All right. Okay. Psalm 97 notes. Yeah. This is the Lord's dominion and power. And it starts, the Lord is king. This is a hymn psalm. And the Jerusalem Bible calls it an eschatological hymn. Okay. I'm like, wait, I know the word eschatology, but I don't remember what it means. So, yes, I did look it up for us. Right. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thanks. Eschatology concerns expectations of the end of the present age human history, or the world itself. So, a.k.a. the end <laughs> End time. times, yeah. yeah the yeah. end is nigh. Right, exactly. Psalm 97 foreshadows the messianic era when God will reign supreme over the earth. Its verses reference God's sovereignty, his enactment of justice, and the widespread rejoicing that will ensue. Hmm, okay. So, in verse 8, where it says, Zion is Jerusalem. Yeah. Or no, in verse 8 where it says Zion, like right, Zion right. hears and rejoices, Yeah, um, that's Jerusalem. Right. And when it talks about the daughters of Judah, that's the other towns in Judah. That's kind of what I figured. But. Okay. So that are, that, that are that's, my notes. That's Psalms 90, Psalm 97. That's Psalms 97. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving into 98. Okay. Okay. Yep. Sing to the Lord a new song. Oh, this is a, a psalm. A psalm? It's a psalm. Psalm. It's not a song. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Oh, now he's got a holy arm and a right hand. That's mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Mm. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp. With the harp and the sound of singing. Harps are so out of fashion these days. I don't understand why I love harps. (laughs) Like, isn't the harp just an amazing... I mean, it it sounds... Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it is definitely out of fashion. It is, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, you think? I, I think it shouldn't be. That should be like, they should, um, they should get into pop music somewhere. Like someone should bring a harp in. Yeah. That'd be one of those like, you know, oh, they, they used a harp. They used a harp. Holy fuck. That'd be really cool. I mean, I like some songs that use the mandolin. Yeah. Like the... Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of cool. Right. I really like the mandolin, but that's not a harp. Maybe somebody could like pitch themselves as like a hip-hop harpist. A hip-hop harpist. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> With trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn, shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Just clap Whoa, your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. There's a lot of uh, animate, inanimate objects in these psalms. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Well, you, you can see why I didn't mind 
grouping them together. Right. They're all kind of like sing it a ye, sing song song God, right. God, God, right. God sees and the seas sing, sing to the singing God and God of the singing. Right. Okay, so this is Psalm 98 notes, and this was praise for God's righteousness. It starts, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. This is a hymn psalm and one of the royal psalms, praising God as the king of his people. Mm-hmm. Psalm 98 has inspired hymns such as Joy to the World. You know, Joy yeah. to the World, the, the Lord, Lord is come. come. Let, Let earth receive her king. king. Do you not know the words? Let heaven and nature sing. Let heaven and nature sing. Let heaven and nature sing. I'm impressed. Well done. (laughs) Um, The song was written in 1719 by the English minister and hymn writer Isaac Watts. The lyrics are a Christian interpretation of Psalm 98. Celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Only to be butchered by us on our podcast today. Right. But to fix that, I (laughs) have included a link, which we will put in our show notes, to um, the version of Joy to the World that was sung in the Claymation Christmas special. Mm, Yeah. Because um, the Claymation Christmas special is just one of my favorites ever. Got it. And if you have not... Um, watched it. I highly recommend it, especially the one, um, the scene with the camels that seeing um, We Three Kings of Orient are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's the best. Okay. Star of Wonder, Star of Pride. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Psalm 98 describes God's redemption of Israel and the rejoicing that will ensue. Mm hmm. And Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. set the psalm as a coronation anthem for the coronation of Charles the oh. Third in 2023. Interesting. You know, yeah. this year, right. just now right. when that just happened. Right, just recently. Yeah. So that psalm happened. Got it. Okay. Okay. So last one here. That's psalm. almost like news. I know. That's like relevant right now. I know. That's why I included it. I was like, oh, I'll copy paste you into my little yeah. notepad there. Right. Yeah. Okay, so Psalm 99. Okay. Guess what? What? The Lord reigns. Does he reign? He reigns. Okay. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. There he goes on that ark. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted all over the nations. I'm sorry, over all the nations. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all over. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The king is mighty. He loves justice. (laughs) You have established. I love justice so much. It's the best thing ever. I love it. It's it's, it's just nothing better than the justice. You know the justice that we have? That all that justice. I love it. It's good stuff. I'm just oozing with justice. (laughs) You have established equity. In Jacob, you have done what is just and right. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Holy. Mm, okay. You remember that footstool? Yeah, I was going to say, where did this footstool come from? Mm-hmm. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was among those who called on his name. Mm-hmm. They called on the Lord and he answered them. He spoke to them from the pillar of cloud. They kept his statutes and the decrees he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were to Israel a forgiving God. 
though you punished their misdeeds. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Mm, he's holy something. That's it for that. That's it for that. That's it for that. But notes. And now we are getting into Psalm 99 notes. Right. This was the Lord's faithfulness to Israel and is a psalm of David. Okay. It starts, the Lord reigneth. He reigneth. Mm-hmm. He does. This is the last of the set of additional royal psalms which were Psalms 93 through 99. And remember, I think there was one earlier. I want to say it was like 53 or something like that. Okay. And we were like, why didn't that go with those? Sure. Ooh. Yeah. Um, in which they were praising God as the king of his people. Okay. This Psalm is also the last of the enthronement, enthronement Psalms, which were Psalms 47, 93, and 96 through 99. Okay. Psalm 99 is unique in naming Moses, Aaron, and Samuel, the three great intercessors. Okay. And featuring the threefold holy in verses 3, 5, and 9. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It's been linked to the restoration of Israel following the return from Babylon. Okay. And in verse 5, God's footstool may allude to any of the following. Okay. Okay. Yep. The ark. Based on First Chronicles chapter twenty-eight, okay, the temple or Zion slash Jerusalem, based on Lamentations chapter two, okay, or the whole daggone earth, based on <laughs> Isaiah chapter sixty-six. That's it. We're not referring to earth as earth anymore. It's God's footstool. God's footstool. That's so much better. I refer to Texas as God's asshole or arm, right? Depending right. On yeah. My mood. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like the idea that God's got his foot. You know, like. On us and he does. squashing us because definitely America, United right. States. Well, I mean, I don't think the whole rest of the world's faring a whole lot better. No, that's true. So, at least not the majority of it. Verses five and nine, which let me reopen the book that I slammed <laughs> shut. Um, okay, verses five and what did I say? Nine. nine. So, five is exhort the Lord our God and worship at his footstool, he is holy. And then nine is exult the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain for the Lord our God is holy. Okay. So you can see how those two kind of go yeah, together. Yeah. They are recited by the congregation when the Torah scroll is taken out of the ark. And I was like, the fuck is a Torah scroll? And what do you mean ark? What? What is happening? <laughs> What's going on? So obviously I had to look those up. Right. right? Yeah. This is how we rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the Torah scroll is a handwritten copy of the Torah, meaning the first five books or the five books of Moses, which are the first five books of the Hebrew Bible. Sure, and they used to be with the the Ark, according to the Bible. Mm -hmm. So the Torah scroll is the handwritten copy of those five books. Okay. And that would hurt my hand. Okay. The Torah scroll, it handwritten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Handwritten. Yeah, Five yeah, yeah. books. I got Ouch. You. Sorry, I just... I. You were looking at me like, what? Yeah, handwritten. Right, no way. Right. The Torah scroll is mainly used in the ritual of Torah reading during Jewish prayers. And at other times, it is stored in the holiest spot within a synagogue, which is the Torah Ark. And it's usually an ornate, curtained-off cabinet or section of the synagogue built along the wall that most closely faces Jerusalem, which is the direction Jews face when praying. 
Interesting. The Torah Ark is also known as the Ark of Law, which makes sense because Torah means law. Right, right. So that is it for 99. Okay. Well, that was that was all we got, I guess, then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that being said, we will see you guys tomorrow when we will be back with... Um, Psalms 100, 101, and 102. Obviously, awesome. I haven't done my notes yet, so that's tentative, assuming that I don't need to split things up in a weird way. Right, right. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 